0: a member of the DATC Media family. This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band, Humphreys McGee. Each episode will feature a rotating schedule of insightful show recaps, interviews with members of Team UM, as well as musicians who have been inspired by the band. This is your place for the latest news and happenings in the world of Humphreys McGee, keeping you informed on what's going on or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah J. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I'm your host, Sarah J. I hope that you checked out my summer camp 2023 recap episode that aired three weeks ago. You can check that out anywhere you podcast if you haven't. And I will say it is so great to be back. It felt a little weird to take two weeks off, but as many of you may know, The kids and I moved into our new place and life has been a little busy and chaotic. I'm actually in the process of building my studio in my basement and need to get a few pieces from the hardware store. Um, So I'm actually in my pantry (laughs) recording this um, because... That's the best I can do right now until my studio is up uh, this afternoon, but we're slowly getting settled and returning to what our normal, quote unquote, is. Um, So yeah, lots of very cool, exciting new chapters and life things unfolding for me and my kids. Very excited, and I'm very excited to be back doing episodes, um, lots of music to cover, of course. um, There's been a bunch of shows that have happened in June that we're going to get to, and also I want to say... Sorry, in advance for any noise in the background, my dog um I don't live far from the airport, so you might hear some planes flying over um That's gonna be the nice thing about my studio is I have the acoustic blankets that are gonna block out all that noise, but, like I said, for now, we are in the pantry with the snacks, so yeah, <laughs> anyway. This week on the show, we're going to get into the Northeast Run back in the beginning of June. June 1st at Great Cedar Showroom at Fox Woods in Mashantucket, Kentucky. Probably crucified that. June 2nd at Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom in Hampton Beach, New Hampshire. June 3rd at Cape Cod Melody Tent in Hyannis, Massachusetts and June 4th at State Theater in Portland, Maine. Before we get into that, a little bit of news for you. Announced last week, coming out of the vault and straight to you, the CODA Collection is featuring three films of Humphrey's performances, starting with the Tennessee Tapes, air quotes around that, experience a series of cuts from the band's 2019 run at the historic Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. You can watch that now exclusively on the Coda Collection Amazon Prime Video Channel. There is a link in the show notes where you can check that out. And in case you haven't checked out the new show from DATC Media, Wrapped around live over on YouTube at 1 p.m. on Saturdays. Give it a watch sometime. A 20 ish minute live video catching you up on the news and happenings with DATC Media, Umphries, and more. There is a link in the show notes for the DATC Media YouTube channel. And hit that subscribe button while you're there so you never miss any content that drops anytime I decide to go live or anything like that. And also check out the past episodes of Wrapped Around and there's also other videos that are on there. A bunch of my past conversations that have been here on the show. Uh, We did football picks with Stasic last season and those are up there as well with Carl Engelman and his son and Rob Turner as well. Those are really, really great. So check those out. Bunch of content and a bunch more is coming for you. So Saturdays live over on YouTube at 1pm wrapped around. Hope you'll join me. And the first five episodes of the Patreon exclusive mini series we've come so far where I chat with umfreaks about travel, favorite cities, food, dream concert destinations, and more. Is now available. Head to patreon.com/datcmediacompany to check that out. More episodes are going to be dropping here soon. I'd like to get two more episodes dropped uh, later this week. And if you're interested in being a part of this miniseries, head to datcmediacompany.com to sign up. And if you have signed up and haven't scheduled a time to chat yet. Reach out to me so we can get you on my calendar. I want to hear your stories. So excited for the other episodes I have to edit, to drop. Um, Folks are going to love those and folks have been loving the uh, episodes that are already available. So patreon.com slash DATC Media Company to check that out. All right. First up this week, June 1st at Great Cedar Showroom at Foxwoods. In Mashantucket, Connecticut, like I said before, I probably said that wrong, this is the first time the band has played at this venue or in the city of Mashantucket, set one kicking off with Andy's Last Beer, followed by Maybe Someday, shaking off Maybe Someday proper and venturing off on its own after three minutes, enjoying a very nice scenic drive around the neighborhood. This is one of those jams, you gotta keep an eye on your speed if you're listening when you're driving, because it would be very easy to be lost inside of it and find yourself going well above the speed limit. (laughs) Coming back into maybe someday slightly before seven minutes, Phil's Farm next, the first song from the evening to find a seat on my highlights list. There is a link in the show notes for my 2023 highlights list on Nugs. And there is also a link in the show notes where you can sign up for a Nug subscription. If you aren't already a subscriber, I've said it many times on the show, I'm a huge, huge advocate for a Nug subscription, all the Umphrey shows, so many other bands, live shows uh free live streams also streams you know you do have to pay for but so much content on there so check out that link there is a 7 day free trial um but you're going to love it it's totally worth the price of admission anyway back to this fills slipping into something a little sexier after 3 minutes and dancing off very nonchalantly strutting along rounding the corner about 6 minutes later beginning to sinisterly embody a different vibe as it continues, working itself all up, matter-of-factly slamming on the brakes and cooling its heels, setting its sights on heading back into fills after 12 minutes. I don't know what I want next, followed by Intentions Clear, another one from the evening that found a seat on my highlights list, leaving Intentions Clear in the rear view after four and a half, starting to forge its own path, dipping its toes in some funkiness as it confidently struts on the pieces of where we're heading next, beginning to show its face the last 25-ish seconds of this intention's clear. Syncopated strangers would reveal itself fully a few seconds later, landing syncopated on earth after three and a half, very whimsically and delicately whisking us off to the depth of a blissful dream, bringing us back, <clears throat> bringing us back to reality, and syncopated about four and a half ish minutes later, rounding out this first set with "Cut the Cable." That would go on a nice top-down tunes cranked up, driving along the back roads on a gorgeous day type adventure. Those are my favorites. Set two, opening nicely with Miss Tinkles, detaching and wandering off after three and a half, sinking its heels in as we blast off to space and explore every single region of the universe as we journey through the stars, coming back into the atmosphere and Miss Tinkles slightly over eight minutes later. Resolution next. This one you will also find on my highlights list. Love everything about the kind of Pearl Jam release-esque vibe to the intro of that. Heading out on its first adventure slightly before three minutes. Pulling it back into the driveway about five minutes later. Making a brief pit stop in Norwegian Wood by the Beatles before reaching resolution proper strutting back out slightly over a minute later. Confidently dancing off. This jam right here is why this found a spot on my highlights list. Also absolutely love the way that they built this up and segued into Malchais' Odyssey. Very nicely done. This Malchais gets awfully filthy. Also through this on my highlights list. Definitely want to come back to that jam. Night Nurse, keeping things sexy. Next, Stasic holding it down throughout the depths of this jam. And if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you know how I feel about Night Nurse. This is an example of why I feel the way I do about that tune. Also, we'll find this on my highlights list. And honestly, this trio, Resolution, Malshays, and Night Nurse, very, very, very nice. That is why I unfreeze. The back end of this second set is equally solid. The Lanier, definitely worth a listen, into Crucial Taunt to close it out, And upon further review, I did throw that Lanier on my highlights list as well. And a two-song encore, the Wait Around into Party and Peeps.
1: Hey Carl, guess what? What, man? Not only is there a Patreon for Dropped Among This Crowd Media, which already is a great way to support, but for those who are getting cold feet and not sure, there's now a 14-day trial. You can see some of the benefits that you get at Oh, Patreon. shut the front door. Some conversations that you don't get on the show. Will and I are about to record a football one. Actually, Carl and I are uh, recording longer and longer interviews. I don't know if they're all going to make the podcast, mm. but you'll always be able to find the full version of the interview. That's a good problem to have. On Patreon, yes. We've, ta- we've been talking to some talkers. Oh, that's for sure. But, you know, there's going to be more. And more content more and more benefit and gosh dang it just helps sarah create more podcasts there's so many things on the back burner and sherman will be with us every day right sherman sherman's nibbling on my knee right now i miss my birdie (laughs) and as always thank you Sarah. i tell you carl there's a lot of people out there who have either band, or, or they have a business, or they're an artist, and they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're looking to reach this music-loving, traveling music fan mm-hmm. kind of world, which can be elusive. Yes, they're dreamers. Yes. Like-minded people, what better way than through dropped among this crowd? If you want to, if you want to, if you have a podcast you want to create, mm-hmm. Sarah can provide a platform. She can provide, pl- she can provide um, promotion on social media. She can provide an engineer, um, or if you want to advertise, or if you have any big idea, particularly with the artists, mm-hmm. you want to email Sarah at datcmediacompany She can provide again a platform for your podcast, social media promotion. Uh, she can even provide an engineer because folks, you know, you want to reach fellow Humphreys fans or Jam fans or music industry people, or musicians, or just people who love music and travel for it, or as in the case with Stu on this, Mm -hmm. foodies, Mm -hmm. music-loving foodies. That's right. And if y'all need any help with recipes, you need to get in hold of me. Yeah, you need to get caught directly. But if you want stuff with promotion and social media savvy and a podcast platform, you want to email sarah at datcmediacompany.com, sarah at datcmediacompany.com. Com. Correct. You want to know how to peel and cut an onion? You talk to me. That's Carl. You want to put out a podcast? You want to put out some material, some artistic expressions that that you want to get paid for? You contact Sarah J. And if you have old cassettes that you don't know what to do with, you send them to me, Rob Turner. <laughs>
0: June 2nd at Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom in Hampton Beach, New Hampshire. The guys have played at this venue eight times now, but haven't been back since before the pandemic, August 29th, 2019. This place is actually on my bucket list venues that I would love to see Umphreys because they always throw it down when they play this place. My umph goals, as my friend Megan says, um, Bayless even mentions that how much they love this room very early in the first set. He says it um, definitely. they're you know, looking back on past shows, very true statement. You can tell that they love the room, and honestly, this was a pretty solid run of shows with the Melody Tent the next night a good choice for anyone who did this run um i just couldn't swing it at that time um but it's definitely on my radar for future runs of the northeast like that proximity wise it's not that far really for me i just need to go east instead of going west and for some reason i don't do that often for umfries i mean i've been to boston Um, you know, I've been to Brooklyn, I've been to New Hampshire. I, so I have seen them in, you know, places Eastern of me. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't done a run like this yet in the Northeast. It's definitely on my bucket list. Um, and for sure this Hampton beach casino ballroom is on, uh, my bucket list venues that I would love to see them because they always throw it down and, you know, I asked this question on. We've come so far. You know, bucket list venues that you would like to go to, and of course, if you've never been to Red Rocks, of course you want to say Red Rocks or Belly Up or you know any of uh, any of those bigger events. Um, and by all means, of course, I would love to see them at the Belly Up. I've seen them at Red Rocks, um, but of course, you want to experience those bigger venues, but venues like this are what I really like seeing them in little places and I've said that about the Buffalo show which I know I'm going to mention it here a couple times in this episode and we'll get to that in, in like two weeks um but Buffalo is a is a great example of that the town ballroom is like a thousand people and Chris affectionately called it a shithole back in 2012 when I talked to him about it Um, but it's just something about the energy of that room. They always throw it down when they come here and they play. Um, and it's the same thing with this Hampton Beach Casino ballroom venue. Is there's just something about these smaller venues, the energy, the history, whatever it is. Um, those are the places that I really want to hit up and, and see them at. You know, like Avondale Brewing was on my list and I crossed that off this year and you know, it's just a little outdoor thing but something about it, they always throw it down there. So there's more of these type of venues on my bucket list. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) set one this evening, starting with Walkout Tune, Leave Me Las Vegas. Appropriately get in the van next, followed by Similar Skin. Love this tune. And I feel like it doesn't get as much love as it should. This one goes on a nice adventure about three minutes. To me, there were moments of Moesque vibes to the feel and tone of this jam. Coming back into Similar Skin about six minutes later. Plungered next. The jam in this, also very solid. Threw it on my highlights list. Falling down the rabbit hole after seven and a half. Detaching from Plunger completely and embarking on its own full body adventure spreading its wings and gaining a lot of air as it continues to soar, beautifully landing on earth and transitioning into the next tune, well-wishers. Almost a year to the day since the last time we saw that one, June 5th, 2022, at St. Augustine Amphitheater in St. Augustine, Florida. Seasons and Rocktopus would round out this first set in Hampton Beach. Seasons would expand nicely, about three and a half, enjoying some time unchaperoned, making its way back into seasons seven minutes later. And the aforementioned Rocktopus next to close out the first set. Set two, opening with Hurt Birdbath, detaching and wandering off, about three and a half. Enjoying a nice fly around and reaching some very nice heights of the stratosphere. Rounding the corner and coming back into her bird bath around nine and a half. Heading back out again less than two minutes later, taking a nice little detour and honky tonking its way into her bird bath one final time about four minutes later. Building anticipation as it inches closer and closer to tumbling all the way back in. Wife soup next, followed by the triple wide. Joel would lead us on our adventure after three minutes, engulfing us in all sorts of feel-good dancy vibes, leaving those in the rear view and embracing a more delicate and sensual vibe as it continued, rounding the corner and beginning to gather momentum as it methodically builds back together, dabbling in a little sinisterness as it makes its way out the door, but only briefly showing a more lighthearted disposition as it makes its way into the next tune, Believe the Lie, which they have just been absolutely destroying that song lately. The one they played currently in Buffalo was ridiculous. And like I said, we're going to get into that in a future episode. But yeah, That Believe the Lie from Buffalo is 100% worth your time and could easily make it to my 2023 Hall of Fame contenders list. Like that show was hot, so hot, but that Believe the Lie was so good. Anyway, back to this Believe the Lie from June 2nd. This one really gets to it slightly before eight minutes lacing up its dancing shoes and strutting off very nicely, working itself all into a tizzy before slamming on the brakes, pivoting and making its way back into Believe the Lie slightly before 13 minutes. Like I said, that tune has been getting the treatment in 2023 and I am so here for it. Believe the Lie is one of the tunes that I just fell so madly in love with in the very beginning 16 years ago and to have it come back into rotation this year the way that it has and getting the treatment that they've been giving it is just so here for all of that. Yes. Closing out this second set at Hampton Beach with Remind Me. Slipping into something a little sexier and getting to the gritty of it about three minutes. Coming into the sex metal part of the tune about five minutes later. An encore for the evening. One tune. Hangover.
1: Hey, Rob. What's up, Carl? Guess what time it is. Time for another season of ooh on this. That's right. You guessed it. How'd you guess it? <laughs> I don't know. But You're I, so I, smart. We just did our first three interviews and they were lengthy. Uh, I can't wait to share them with the audience. We're not afraid to go deep. Uh, we're gonna jump into Juniper Tree. We're gonna jump into, what was Joel's band's name again? Something Bob. Right? Something Stomper about Bob. Bob. Stomper, Stomper Bob. Stomper Bob. We're gonna go back in time. And we're also yeah. Tashi Station. But we're also gonna talk to people like Daniel Donato and Michael Palmisano and, and other folks and Carl's gonna make more mystery songs and we're gonna, he's gonna make dishes that relate to the Guests. We might even talk about Bigfoot and aliens. Who knows? A lot of food, a lot of conspiracies, a lot of sports, and a whole lot of bullshit. Tune in. Just natural conversation, nothing forced, nothing scripted, just real. Real life, indeed.
2: Hey, this is Rob Turner. I hope you're enjoying this podcast on the Dropped Among This Crowd Media Network. But my friend Jimmy Knowledge and I also have a podcast on this network that we'd like you to listen to, don't we, Jimmy? It's called the Umphrey's Wow Show. What we're doing, at least in this season, it uh, we're perfectly willing to let the podcast evolve over the course of time. But season one, we're going through various old school Umphrey's McGee songs and exploring them with comments from the band and from the listeners. Generally, we have a side A that's more of a general overview, and then we have a side B where Jimmy knowledge signs even more than usual, right, Jimmy? Tell them about side B. Side B is for the curious, the folks that have their scuba gear on and are diving deeper into the improv world and and uh, a lot of the, the gooey goodness that happens in, in each of these songs. They, they all have a unique personality, and we explore that. The best versions of the song the the uh, traces of where the song came from and the songs that came from improvisation out of these songs. And then we have a metal round. With a guest from the Umpfries world. And they each Jimmy, myself and the guest pick their top three versions of said song, and then you, the listener, vote on them. And there is some waxing poetic. Not too much. Well, maybe sometimes too much. But we appreciate it if you give us a chance and listen. It's the Humphreys Wow Show on Dropped Among This Crowd Media. Thank you, Sarah.
0: All right. Up next this week, June 3rd, at Cape Cod Melanie Tent in Hyannis, Massachusetts. The band is played at this unique venue with the rotating stage only one other time back in 2010 on July 30th. If you watched Frame by Frame on Nugs, that's also still available to watch if you haven't watched it yet. I'll throw a link in the show notes for that. But they actually show a video in that documentary from this 2010 show at the Cape Cod Melody Tent. Fun random fact for you. Getting Set 1 started with the floor, followed by Always October. That would very nicely and seamlessly transition into It Doesn't Matter. Slipping into the turbo version after three and a half, putting on the brakes and embodying a sensual, calming, rhythmic vibe as it continues slightly under three minutes later, falling all apart about four minutes later, coming back together as the next tune out of order. Rounding out this first set with Tribute to the Spinal Shaft and a very, very nice fatty DBK, which you will find on my highlights list. You can't go wrong with the 23 minute set ending DBK. And I feel like just saying that this clocked in at 23 minutes, that's all I have to say. And you. Completely understand. And I love that. Set two opened with small strides. And we all know what a monster that song has become in its short year lifespan. Followed by a meaty standalone mantis that you will find on my highlights list. I just love the crowd reaction after that one. Like, you already know listening to it at home. But then when you hear the crowd after, just seals it and personally gives me goosebumps. I love, love, love that. And I know I've mentioned it several times here on the show, how I just love the energy from the audience. In person, there's a lot of times when I will just at the show look around and kind of vibe off everybody else because it's so awesome to just see everybody's reaction and See everybody having such a great time and feeding off that energy, but also when you hear it in the recordings, you know, because you're not there and you're not seeing it. I mean, for me, having seen Umphreys as many times as I have, I can pretty much visualize certain parts of the show based on how it sounds musically, the way they're playing. But then to have that crowd part added into it when they're just losing their shit after a jam or a song or whatever and it just it for me it like transports me there and puts me in that show even more and I just love that I want to be your lover by Prince next covered a total of 10 times last time played last year on September 2nd with Corey Fry from the main squeeze on vocals I want to be your lover can be found on Prince's 1979 self titled album this is another one of those covers that is just so good for them to do just not only the song itself but this tune also allows them such a blank canvas and gives them so much space to put their umfries on it while continuing to pay mad respect to the original song Joel is totally the MVP of this jam. And honestly, I believe that if Prince was still alive and he heard this, he would be so down for it. He would be like, all right, guys. (laughs) So that's how you know it's a really well done cover when you think that the original artist would be blown away by it. And I believe that. Cemetery Walk into Speak Up into Cemetery Walk 2 would close out this second set. Speak Up would expand beautifully, gaining some nice height and enjoying some time gleefully soaring around, taking in the majesticness of life. As it comes back down to Earth, Joel beginning to reveal our next destination, the aforementioned Cemetery Walk 2. Joel definitely getting my vote for VIP of this show multiple times throughout, I would say out loud. Fuck yeah, Joel. (laughs) Like randomly unpacking something in my kitchen or whatever. My neighbors are probably like, oh, this girl. (laughs) And Cemetery Walk 2 is always a solid way to end a show. And one song encore for this evening, Glory.
1: Hey, this is Benji from the Much Obliged Podcast the Yellow Balloon Experience, where we talk to and explore the world of the live music fan base who have chosen to live drug and alcohol free. Each week, we'll have a guest that we interview and then play their open talk from our weekly meetings where they have shared their experience, strength, and hope with the community. New episodes drop every Monday at datcmedia.com. You can find us on Facebook in the Much Obliged Facebook group or on Instagram at atjajunkie, J A H j-u-n-k-i-e and if you're at a live show and you see the yellow balloons or a one show at a time sticker come by and say hi
0: all right finally this week june 4th at state theater in portland maine Joel has mentioned that this is one of his favorite venues. And this is another one where they have a history of throwing it down. Also on my uncle's list to see a show at the State Theater. They've played at this venue eight times total. The last time was back in 2019 on February 2nd. Starting set one with new tune, Staircase. This song has now seen 10 plays total. Educated guests next, deciding to keep it going after five minutes, allowing it to continue to ride, embracing some 90s alt rock vibes for a bit, cooling its heels slightly over two minutes later, falling all apart, getting lost in the depths of the jungle, wandering back out as the next tune out of focus. The eighth time we've seen this one live since its debut back at Umble. Kabump next. A big highlight from this first set in the evening. And I'm sure no surprise that you'll find this on my highlights list. I mean, I love a good Kabump anyway. But yeah. (laughs) Heading off on its first adventure slightly before two minutes. Pulling it back into the driveway briefly about three-ish minutes later. Enjoying a little dance in kabump proper, wandering back out about four minutes later, oozing in funkiness as it begins to make its way, allowing that to fall away and show a different side of its personality as it continues, beginning to climb to higher points of the atmosphere, dropping to a more even level while still continuing with the same energy. This is definitely one of those moments during the show when I know that I would be up there on the rail, just all blissed out, big ass smile, continuously just saying, fuck yes. (laughs) Just, I just know it. I could just see myself in that moment, like in that jam, putting the brakes on as it makes its way out the door we hear the pieces of the next tune, New Wings, delicately coming together. That would be followed by Hindsight, the last time we saw that one, last winter, February 19th at the Ritz in Raleigh, North Carolina, and a first set ending August, detaching and beginning its journey after only two minutes, gathering momentum, spreading its wings real wide and setting its sights on the stars, slamming back into August, slightly over seven minutes later. So that brings us to the final set we're going to talk about this week. Set two in Portland, Maine, kicking off with Spires, leaving Spires in the dust and matter of factly embarking on its adventure slightly before seven minutes something almost familiar about this jam to me and I can't quite put my finger on it so if you know please reach out and tell me you know I love to know this stuff um but either way I did throw this on my future raw stew list I don't know just something about it felt like it could be something someday and I do have a future raw stew list um, I'm hoping that we do Ross again this year for Umbull. Um, but either way, I do have a list of, uh, future hopeful future Ross dues. Wallets worth next, which we will get into the Buffalo wallets worth. Cause that was freaking incredible. And has been getting quite the buzz if you're on any of the Facebook groups or whatever. I'm not on the board, but I'm sure they've been talking about it on the board. Um, but that Wallet's Worth from the Buffalo Show is also very, very good. Um, so do yourself a favor and listen to that. If you haven't, um, like I already said this episode, I mean, listen to the whole Buffalo Show because it was legit a heater. And I'm not just saying that because of attendance bias. Like I asked my friends to please listen to that show because, I mean, it was 20 minutes from my new place. I just moved in into here. I just got my new car. There's just all these really cool things happening in my life um, that are just kind of signifying new chapters and things like that. If you've been kind of following along with my story for the past 18 months. and So to have Umphreys come and play a show here, it was just super fitting and kind of like, of course, like cosmically, of course. Um, and for them to play at the town ballroom, it's a venue that I have a lot of history with. I've been seeing shows there since 2007. Um, I mean, I'll get into all this in, in the Buffalo show episode. So Anyway, there's a lot of attendance bias for me with that show, and so I asked my friends to listen to it and tell me what they thought, and they all felt the same way I did, too. Um, My audio engineer, Eric, also made a comment about the Believe the Lie. A lot of people have said stuff to me about the wallets worth as well. Um, So definitely give that Buffalo show a listen. Um, We'll get into that more in depth in the next couple of weeks. But there's a lot of songs from that show that are on my highlights list for the year. There's a few that could move to the 2023 Hall of Fame contenders. And it could be on the list for show of the year, honestly. Um, So yeah, listen to The Buffalo Show if you haven't. Very excited to get into that in the next couple weeks. But anyway, (laughs) back to this Wellsworth in Portland. We would hear Stasic building the pieces underneath the last few seconds of that Spires that came before it. Just something about that build into Wallet's Worth gets me every time. And I think it's the same thing with Believe the Lie. Because Wallet's Worth was another song that I really listened to in my very early formative Umphreys years. And so just something about hearing those two songs. It Always instantly takes me back to those very early years, and it's a very cool thing. So, love it. Ocean Billy next, going off on its own slightly before seven minutes, elevating us and transporting us to another time and place for a short jaunt in this jam, completely engulfing us all in and bringing it closer to modern day as it continues cooling its heels after 15 minutes, pivoting about a minute later and driving it back into Ocean Billy, destroying everything in its path on its way. I mean, it's Ocean Billy. Come on. A cover of London Calling Next last played April 3rd, 2019 at Belly Up in Aspen, now covered eight times. This song, originally by The Clash, can be found on their 1979 London Calling album. And, I mean, of course, I have to mention how much I love Jake singing that song. Red Tape, followed by Den, to close out this second set in Portland. Red Tape would go on a nice little adventure. Just love that tune. Love how it just sort of soars around the corner. Stretches its wings real wide and coasts right into the end of red tape. Ah, love it, Chef's Kiss, one of my favorites. The aforementioned Den to bring the second set to a close, and one tune this evening in the encore, Slacker. And I've mentioned here on the show before, over the past couple of months, that when I see Slacker on the set list. I can just tell from looking that they did that one proper. And this version solidifies that statement. It's just like you look at it, you're like, oh yeah. All right, slacker, I see you. All right. So that's everything I have for this week of the show. Thank you for being patient and being cool with me taking some time off to get my life settled and everything. I'm very excited to go in the basement and get the last of my studio together. So, sorry again for the sound in my pantry and any background noise uh that there was. This is the uh, first episode that I'm cutting in the new place. So, um yeah, very excited for uh what's to come for me and the kids here. There are a bunch of links in the show notes for where you can check out the set list for the shows we talked about, as well as where you can give them a listen. Also in the show notes, you'll find a bunch of links for anything else I may have mentioned in this episode, and for where you can listen to the Patreon exclusive miniseries we've come so far. So check all that out. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts and next week. Mad love.